with Mr. R.W. Estella. Hey, good morning, R.W. R.W., good morning. Hey, good morning, Allison. My opportunities to go fishing ceased abruptly about two weeks back when I finished classes for the semester and almost immediately accepted a job that has me working every day that the cloud cover is higher than 1,500 feet above ground level. Granted, I suppose my fishing buddy Bob and I could try our luck on those rainy and foggy days that I won't be able to do my regular summer job. After all, fishing expert Daniel Bagor says, rain can give some of the best catches of all weather phenomena. But in past years, we've generally not managed real well catching fish in inclement weather. One reason, perhaps, is that the fish sense the trepidation Bob and I feel when the lightning starts flashing not so far away from where we might be standing with fishing rods extended. Indeed, in his 2009 book, Where the Fish Are, Bagover cautions, be aware, though, that it is during these severe weather conditions that the angler is most at risk, and several anglers are killed every year while fishing in the rain. Several, along with killed, are words that usually get my attention especially when they're working together in the same sentence. What also gets my attention once a week is Deidre Fleming's column on freshwater fishing in the Maine Sunday Telegram. Yesterday, Deidre observed that with water temperatures reaching towards 70 degrees in some areas, it appears Maine fishermen are headed into the dog days of summer before summer has begun. Summer, it's worth noting, won't officially be with us until two weeks from now. In the meantime, however, we've got all the great buildup to that fine season. During those two weeks, we'll have another six minutes increase in the length of our days, spooling from 15 hours and 11 minutes today to the pivotal 15 hours and 17 minutes that will occur daily for a 10-day stretch from the 16th to the 26th of the month, when the ever-so-gradual wind-down begins toward December. In other words, for the next 10 days, this is as bright as it will be around here. Etymologists believe the word June is derived from the Latin juvenis, meaning young, and is linked to the goddess Juno, who personifies young women. Among other responsibility, Juno is the goddess of marriage, of childbirth, and of finance. She's the daughter of Saturn, the wife of Jupiter, and the mother of Mars. Our word June came to us from Middle English, which metamorphosed the Old English Junius and the old French juin, originally the Latin word was eunius. A little while ago today, we were at the penultimate earliest sunrise of the year, 5.07. Starting Friday for a week, we'll be blessed with a sunrise of 5.06 and sunsets that range from 8.21 to 8.23. With respect to light, these days are about as full as it gets. Yet the summer is still before us. Despite the early bounty many have had already in their gardens, columnist Tom Atwell, the main gardener, has, like more than a few of us, found a different kind of garden this year because of our warmer-than-usual spring. He picked two quarts of strawberries last Monday from his garden, which brought on some concern. Strawberries, he reminds us, are traditional for the 4th of July, not Memorial Day, and the crop lasts only three or four weeks most seasons. And that will mean no strawberries for the 4th of July. I'm hoping Mr. Atwell is wrong about the 4th. I, too, picked full, red, plump strawberries this past week, although only about half a quart. I'm hoping the ever-bearing moniker of my variety of strawberry holds true and that I'll still have some fresh fruit a month from now. Hi, this is R.W. Estella. 
WERU-FM is like these special weeks of late spring into summer, only all year long. That happens because of all the energy that the WERU-FM community generates among its volunteers, its staff, its members, and its listeners. Together they are the light that makes this station shine. Your pledges and support are like the sun and the rain that keep everything growing. Please do what you can to help sustain that process. Thank you. More no main. Have a great long day. And thanks to RW for a word in edgewise, which she brings to us every Monday from Orono. And somebody called in with another pledge. Yay! It was my dear friend Marianne of Knox, and she increased her sustaining pledge. What so a gal. thanks, Marianne, and we're going to put on some Wiffle Tree for you, too. That Absolutely. sounds good. And, you know, that reminds me about uh, sustaining membership. I don't think we've uh, told you about that yet. Um, when you become a sustaining member of this radio station, what we do is we take um, a little bit out of your credit or debit card account every month of an amount that you specify and it's something that you sign up for and we do for you every month so you don't have to think about it. It's just a little bit per month and it really helps us because we can rely on this reliable source of income from you and other members who have signed up for it and also saves us on paper and mailings you don't have to think about whether it's time to renew or not and so uh, um, you can decide what's a good amount for you five dollars ten dollars perhaps more and Marianne and was it Marianne Marianne. yeah this morning decided she would bump up that amount so that is great and she uh, wanted to hear something from this Wiffle Tree album which is fabulous it's uh, one that I play often in the morning um, instrumental music hour from five to six. The album is called Harvest Fair. And Becca, you p- picked one out here, Painted Turtle Waltz, right? Yeah. So we'll get that out to you. And uh, make sure you give us a call and join uh, the folks who have called so far in the can. 1-800-643-6273. We'll be back with uh, some performing arts events for you in just a couple of tunes here. Thank you. 